Today we talk passions and appreciations as we chat to all six members of Australia's latest sensation, Team Dream on Benny Asking People Questions. Today I speak with Team Dream, a new act out of Melbourne, Australia. At first glance, you would be forgiven for framing them in the same canvas of similar acts before, such as Splashdance High Five. However, if you spend some time and sink a little bit deeper into what they do, you soon discover that they are anything but. Their desperately sparse take on children's pop is kind of refreshing and leans more toward the stylings of Yo Gabba Gabba than the polished pop we often hear. This is not to assume they aren't polished. In fact, it's quite the opposite. They are incredibly polished, not just in sound and almost machine-like harmonies, but in their content, their messaging and who they see themselves as. Confidence in identity in an industry that can often rush such a defining trait. I am glad, overwhelmed and stretched to my editing limits to be joined today by, all right, deep breath, I can get through this, Jackie Sharna, Kieran, Johnny, Zoe, Aaron from Team Dream, just at the point when they're about to take over the world. So thank you very much for joining me here today, all of you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. We're excited Thanks. to be here. Thanks, Benny. That was a... Some intro. Yeah, great. I'm glad you <laughs> liked it. Um, now, for those people listening at home, this is on a mega, we- a mega WebEx meeting, so apologies if the quality drops in and out, but we'll get there. It'll be worth it. Trust me. Right. So I want to just basically go right from the top. Team Dream, who came up with that name? Amazing. Um, so Shana here, <laughs> we have all sort of been on a bit of a ride, but, uh, I, along with my business partner, who's our manager, Steph, um, came up with that idea. So it took a little while to get sorted and, um, it's been five years in the making and in the process, but, but we're here and, and we're, we're for it. We're here. Yeah. And so how, how did the, the so you, it started with you, Shana, then did it? And cause my understanding is you're all teachers of varying degrees. Is that correct? Or you all have that kind of experience how did you all find yourselves in the same room so uh not all of us are teachers, but most of us are. So all the girls in the group are our school teachers. Um, so Steph, who manages the, the group, uh, along with myself, we started it. Um, we were just uni, uni students that got together and, and created a business with the dance school and children's parties. And um, along the, our, our lives, our teaching lives, we met all of these beautiful people. And so we just decided and cast them and thought that it was the right fit for the group and for the team to, to create something for children um so after having our own kids <laughs> as i'm sure lots yeah, of people out there are listening and know yep. um we just wanted to do something that was a little bit out of the norm and um a bit cool for kids something that was you know um not just the ordinary children's music that that is out yeah sure so, um, so, so you say it was actually you're all auditioned members is that correct no not at all we know each other from uh, our own sort of musical walks of life. So um, we actually, a little secret is that we somehow in our teaching life, in my teaching life, I've I've come across teaching some of these guys because there's a secret I'm the oldest member of the group. Right, look, if it's any consolation, Sean, I suspect I'm the oldest on this WebEx meeting. So, uh, you know, so I've, I've trumped you there. But, but, but go ahead, you can have this one. Thank you, thank you. I still feel old, but... Um, yeah, so um, 
just through teaching life and dancing, um, we've met all of these people. So we actually started to direct and choreograph some musicals with lots of these these guys, and yep. um, they stayed they stayed with us along the way, and we couldn't really get rid of them. So here they are with us in Team Dream. <laughs> Team Dream. things I first noticed when I started listening to the music and at first of course the first thing that I came across was the title track I, for those of you that don't know me I love a good title track I think it's when it's nailed it's nailed well but what I really got instantly from the title track which then permeates through the rest of the music and through the clips and everything that Team Dream does is there's this real there's a real sense of unity between all of you. Like there's a real collaborative at the top when I said, you know, you run the risk of being compared to sort of similar kind of functioning acts. You all seem to really work well with each other. And I mean, the first thing that struck me was things like the harmonies, um, which I'll get to in more detail, but there's just this idea that everyone's, you're really there participating together, excuse the pun, as a team. And, and, and there's, no, there's no this role as that person's. You all seem to be, I don't know, very, very well interwoven with each other. Is that, I mean, does everyone kind of feel that that is there or is somebody quietly wishing they could be doing something else? No, I think that's very perceptive. Yeah, uh, definitely. Well, I mean, everyone's represented um, just like – you know, even in the songs, I mean, because if you break down your characters, you've got Johnny, the singing, Kira, the songwriter, Jackie, stories, big dreams, Shana, the make-believe imagination, Zoe, um, movement and the breakdancing, Aaron. You do all have these individual traits, but then I notice the first thing in the songs is no one's really handed, apart from really the animal song, no one's really handed the reins of anything. It's like everyone's there together contributing individually. Is that a pretty conscious thing? Um, I think initially we were we had the concept of um, dividing the six of us into three groups so that two of us belong to a particular group. There's a move, a dream and a create group. So Jackie and I are um, in the, the dream group, which is all about dreaming and creating and making believe and telling stories and being imaginative. Um, and then Zoe and Aaron obviously lend themselves into the move category because they are dancers and choreographers and break dancing um, extravaganza. So, um, and then we've got obviously Johnny and Kieran in the, in the create, which we've gone along the lines of um, creating music because they are our, that's their strong point. So uh, yeah, that was sort of a conscious decision to do that, but also we are, you sort of can't hide the fact that we are such good friends not even in Team Dream, that it comes across through the music and um, what we portray. Yeah, I, I, you, you can't hide that. I mean, I, and I think it's a really beautiful thing. There's this, just this real attitude of relaxed. You're all just so relaxed in the performances and I think you see that in the film clips. I think just quickly on the film clips, I had this question till last, but um, hey, I'll just do it now. Your first couple of film clips were at the start of last, uh, the end of last year, which you had the couple of Christmas ones and you had the, I believe it's Hey Party or Let's Party or Yeah Party. Party Yeah? Party Yeah? <laughs> I'm, getting lo- I'm getting points from everyone, which means that's that's correct. 
what really struck me is these first things were these clips were really designed around this idea of you're all in these very uh, high end pop like locations. It's all about you all just kind of hanging about and just sort of being a bit uh, silly is not a fair word, but it's about you enjoying the moment. But then when you come to the next album, and this goes to that relaxation thing, I found with the new set of clips with the animal clip and um, the the uh, about me, I can I'm good, I can be me um, song, or it's good to be me something. Somebody help me out here, <laughs> something like that. Yep, um, it's okay to be different. <laughs> it's okay to be different. That's the one. Yes, yeah, I just made it all about me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay for everyone to be different, but it's, yeah, it's good to be me. Um, but this idea that all these clips are just all about the the six of you just in these moments, you're just sort of in moments of interacting with the music and interacting with your surrounds and they're very different to these ones you did at the start of the year. But again, it comes back to that real ra- relaxation and comfortability within each other and around each other. From a clip perspective, did that is that something that just changed financially or did that change because you look back and went, you know, those those other ones are just a little bit too over the top or? I think uh, in the beginning we started, uh, we worked on those film clips for quite a while. Mm. So Fake Animal actually was the first film clip that we did. Um, oh. We filmed Secret Animal on the same day we actually filmed Team Dream. Uh, so whenever we work on something, we actually work on it for quite a long time mm. and then we're ready to release it. We do, but, you know, things change for us all the time. Sometimes we'll be like, yep, we're going to release that or no, it doesn't feel like it's the right time yet. And I think we had the album uh, in our minds already uh, before we released some of our singles previously. So Move, Dream, Create was already an idea that we had in the works. So Mm. um, some of those songs have slot into the Move, Dream and Create seamlessly. Uh, And I think that that's where it all began. Uh, Shana, you might have a bit more clarity. It wasn't necessarily like a financial... um, It's not a financial decision, but having said that, we we only have limited space in some of our gorgeous locations, so we sort of sometimes were like, let's get this done, let's get um, as much content filmed as possible and let's keep rolling with it. So some of the, um, uh, like, party year that we did film at the gorgeous Sugar Republic, it was just about not really having a plan and just going in there and having a great old time in there, and I suppose that that reflects in the clip. Absolutely, yeah, it's definitely reflected because, and and that's one of the things I was going to say is that it just seems like there was just a whole bunch of content just shoot, 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 get everything, and then let's take it away and see what we can do. And it's it's interesting what um, Jackie that you're saying about my favourite animal because that just feels really. It's not that the others aren't considered, but there feels like there's a different attitude around that song. It is just a real, and you see that through. Um, it's okay to be different. Um, and you can see it in that because 
it, it's just this, again, it's just really about capturing all of you in a moment with the people around you and it's almost like we're witnessing that moment as opposed to the earlier clips or the earlier released clips are a bit like, hey, come and have a dance party with us, whereas the later... And I think, and that goes back to that connectedness that you all have as a group. talk about the songwriting because Kieran I know you have to leave soon um I'm guessing you're I, I understand you're the predominant songwriter of the group is that a fair comment or is that unfair to all the other people on mute and they're on mute so just say whatever you want it's it's, it's unfair to our um lovely songwriter Jane who's not here today so Jane um is someone that Stefan Shana got on board really early on and this was before Team Dream was anything. This was still an idea. We were just kind of meeting and talking about our characters and stuff like that um, and pitched the idea of Team Dream, yep. what it was going to be about. And Jane sort of went away really, really motivated um, and came back with all these amazing songs um, that have kind of really helped shape where we are now. So on the first album, the, the only song that I wrote was the Favourite Animal every other song. I mean, look, we work collaboratively with Jane. Sometimes she'd come to us with a song and, and, you know, we might change the lyrics around. She was really open to obviously having all of our input so that it feels really personal for us. Um, but otherwise, yeah, yeah she's, she's the mastermind. So how, how, does, how does that songwriting process work? I mean, do all six of you sit there with, uh, did you say Jane? Sorry, is that correct? Jane, yeah, Jane. Jane. And you all just sit there on the other end of a table and she just says, how about this? And then you all go, no, 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 change that. Or do you go, that's amazing. Uh, I mean, Johnny in particular, you're a singer. You're your hot, well, you're all singers, my, my apologies. But, you, you know, in, in the group of um, skill set, Johnny, you tout yourself quite strongly as a singer. So how do you, how do you feel having, like, do you yearn for a greater input or are you happy with how it is or do you sometimes, you know, you know what your skills are. Do you sometimes want to go, okay, can we push myself a bit more or? I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty actually easy when it comes to, you know, with songs. Um, when Jane presents a song to us, um, you know, we're, um, we're happy to, I'm, I'm pretty happy to just uh, go along with it. But at, at the same time, we do have a great sense of collaborate, um, collaboration with mm. Jane. And then there's, there's, there is at times where we just say, oh, can we tweak this or tweak that, like Kieran said. Um, but, you know, as a singer, you know, we're all singers. Sorry, guys. Um, as a singer, yeah. Go for it, Johnny. They're on mute. They're on mute. Go for it. <laughs> you know, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm naturally I'm an easygoing guy, so I don't um, I don't want to be the Whitney Houston out there. I just wanna, I just want us to be a, a unit. I love that. Me. That's your that's your go-to for the most difficult performer you can yeah. think of. <laughs> Are you ready to get moving? It's time to move our bodies. It's time to feel the beat. 
Stamp your feet and stretch your arms. Get moving now with me. All right. So from that perspective, because again, if we look at the first album, you all have three very specific themes that you're trying to cover. I mean, is is that handed over to Jane as well? Like particularly Zoe and Aaron. I mean, you're you're you are about movement. That's your thing. Yep, definitely. Yes. How how like I mean, do you sit there with a with a you know six or eight songs and go, that's great. Can this one please be more a little bit about this sort of stuff? Like, how do you make sure you're her? Because yeah, I guess the other thing for the two of you. Um, and just the other thing I was thinking about the music with Team Dreams, it's really designed for live performance and it's designed for interaction. And I think if you're looking at a physical, your contribution to an audio thing is the physical movement within that. And that's really hard to be heard yep. when you... It is. Yeah, so how, how, do you, how do you shout loud enough? Uh, well, again, so I think when, just touching on what everybody was saying then with Jane, um, I think um, which you also said before that because we're so relaxed with each other, the collaboration comes very easily. So Jane can present a, a movement sort of uh, foundation of a song to us. And then the best part is that, that then me and Aaron can go away and kind of figure out what movements we actually want to put into those songs. For instance, um, Get Moving uh, started off with first we la 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 and then mm. yep. <laughs> and I went away and decided what could we do that would make sense in a dancing perspective, um, both being really experienced teachers in dancing, what could we get the children to do at home um, with simple uh, cues, you know, physical cues that we can say um, verbally um, for them to actually do at home. So, yeah, as we said, it, it, it's really hard to know unless you've sat down with all of us, but the collaboration between us is amazing when we all sit at the table jane will present an idea johnny can then give us some harmonies kieran can put some songwriting tips in you know jackie and shana we all add our own little um tweaks to everything so yeah so jane can come in with something and then we'll go off and think okay where can we come at this with a dancing movement perspective and then kind of all go on from there and it it all just works <laughs> shana's got a hand up shana for five go i was gonna say yeah so lots of the time um obviously initially steph and i were like okay we want a song that sort of sounds like s club seven or you know so we give her the idea and it wants to be a, a party song or we want it to say team dream or whatever it is and lots of the time that's where it begins sort of with an idea she goes away she does everything for it comes back and says hey i've made a song that's called wonderful day what do you reckon and we say normally great let's bring it to the team see what we think go from there um and then sometimes when kieran comes in with a song that just blows our complete socks off that we've never asked for we are all just like wow <laughs> And lots of times we cry and we laugh and we just think this just hits home so beautifully. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing I want to and I do want to talk about. Let's just move on to the animal song because I can't, I can't breathe until I get there. Maybe you like pigs, or maybe you like lions. Maybe you like horses, especially if you get to ride them. Or maybe you like centipedes because they have 100 feet a tiny mouth. How do they even eat? Maybe you like birds looking for worms while they're flying Or maybe you like cows eating grass till they lie down Or maybe you like chicken's feet or honeybees Just tell us please Your favourite animal What's your favourite animal? What's your favourite animal? Your 
Now, Karen, you're probably not as old as me, and I don't want you to take this next comment as an insult. But in the sort of mid to late 90s, Melbourne had this real f- serious folk thing going on with things of Stone of Wood and Frente and, and all that stuff. I, <laughs> I heard this song. I just was like weirdly transported back there very quickly. But the reason I was was not, <laughs> not because you reminded me of something from the 90s. Hey, look, I've got Whitney Houston in there as well, Johnny. But more from this, <laughs> more from this idea that lyrically it's just just so beautiful and quick and fast and just and there's no resting. Once the guitar starts, you just have this train of a song that just plummets through to the end. But then when you all come in as a team and do those harmonies and just and it's almost like a, just a chanting. Having just gone through five or six songs with these impeccable harmonies that are almost machine-like precision to just be handed this thing where everyone's kind of lying around a fireplace and or in a barn and just kind of shouting stuff out, like it was so... Um, for me, what it did, it did two things. It really shone out that idea of how... Um, how strong you all are as a unit and trust what's quality for this the song not or unless about how good am I going to sound in this song but also just it just begged to be filled and it would have taken real serious restraint to not fill it and I don't know is that is that pretty much you from go to woe Kieran and uh, again everyone's on mute so to say um, yes. <laughs> I think when I was writing Favourite Animal, um, I was concerned actually because, like you said, it was so... Too good for the band, it yeah. It doesn't... No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but it was quick. Um, and, you know, I wanted this song to be for kids and for them to be able to um, follow. Yep. Um, but they do. And now, like, having the opportunity to have played that song live or, or watch kids listen to it when they watch that film clip... And they love the fact that it goes quick and that it gets quicker. And it's, it was really just about how many how many words can I finish with this sentence? How many animals can I say? Um, it's just fun, I think. Um, and I think that's why it works. But how, how, whose decision was like the, the, the harmonies to come in and just kind of just drop this? You know, you have potential for such big... Everyone's pointing at you, albeit oddly in this uh, thing. Yeah, I can't tell who's pointing at <laughs> So, so that was your decision because I thought with with the talent you had at your disposal, that was a pretty brave decision and it was a decision that just gave it so much more depth and separated it so confidently from everything else that's on the album. Yeah, I, I remember recording that song. I was with Jane at, at Jane's house um, and we got to the end of it and it was just the, um, the guitar and the vocals and we knew that we didn't want to yeah, like you said, add too much to production. It was really nice the way it was. Um, but we thought it'd be really cool if we could add in some something at the end. Um, so if you hear that little, there's some tapping that goes up, that's just me tapping on my leg that I was doing as we were listening back to it. Yep. Um, and yeah, then we added in the, the chance um, and that's it. And we thought that's perfect. Your favorite animal. What's your favorite animal? Let's try to name them all. 
What's your favourite animal? Where do you actually record the albums? Is it you in a studio or are you actually doing that with Jane or...? Uh, we recorded a number of different places actually uh, and at the studio where we all kind of meet, Team Dream headquarters, and then we record at Jane's house and then we have a another recording person that we record with, Gareth Leach. He's pretty amazing and um, he works magic with our sound and our recording as well. Yeah, great. Are all of you there with the production perspective of the songs or does Jane bring you because again about the animal thing which is a real the thing that I really was struck about what Team Dream do is you're just really brave with that sparseness of your sound I mean again I said it before there's literally I mean you know Kira one of your big things is I play guitar yet you play guitar in one of the songs yeah, but but amazing. You know what I mean? I think I think there's something really beautiful about that. And I think that is goes through the all the music because, you know, when you when you traditionally think about bands that fall into that ilk that you are, you think pop, you think big sounds, you think K-pop, you think that kind of vibe. You know, but you know, it's really empty. It, it really there's a lot of space for all your vocals to be really up front. Is that a conscious thing? I mean, are you talk as a group? Are you making that decision? I think we have to own it. If we're if we're promoting things like being being yourself and it's being okay to be different, um, and we're not, I, I guess, being brave in the sense just putting ourselves out there and saying this is this is who we are and this is what we sound like. Um, yeah, we're, yeah we're, it's over before we begin. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and I think that, and that, look, that's a really beautiful way of putting it because I think that takes it right back to what I was saying at the top about there is, there's a different type of, there's, there's not an urgency in Team Dream. There's a real just, we're doing this, come and join in. You're not standing at the end of the stage demanding everybody come and, be involved, you know. It's almost like you're in the corner going, hey, come and be part of it if you want to come and be part of it. And you get that. You feel that. And Shana, five years ago, is that is that just naturally come out because of the people you're working with or have you always felt that way? Um, I, think it's, I think it's always been a slow process and I think it's important that it's been a slow process to be able to get it right for who we are and what we're, we're about. So I think um, with the way that the world is at the moment and social media and all of the rest of it, we're still taking it quite slowly, we think. We're, we're trying to do the best that we... I mean, having said that, it's really hard to, to get and coordinate six people <laughs> at one time as, totally. as, as it is anyway. Um, but uh, that's not just... we. We do think about things a lot and make sure that it's not just, oh, yeah, that'll do, let's let's send it out into the world. It's got to be ripe for little ears and, and big ears and, and all of it. Um, and I think that the thought process that goes into it is much more in-depth than just, here's a party song. Yeah, totally. So ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> because it, it could just be a party song, but, um, yeah. It's okay.
I do want to say, what as as teachers, those of you that are teachers, those of you that aren't, if you just stay on mute, that would be great. Um, <laughs> those of you that are teachers. What kind of teaching ethos do you want to bring into this? Because teachers always have a very different perspective on how to treat the audience. And again, um, Zoe, did you say you're a teacher? Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, yes, I am. Because I think I think that that's the other thing about the music as well, particularly your yours and Aaron's input, is this idea that I, you know. I hear songs and I go, that's a song for the car. Then I hear songs and go, that's a live song. You just need children in front of you for that song. And particularly on some of the movement songs, they they work audibly. Like, don't get me wrong, they still work on the album, but they are just begging for you to be in front or in the middle of a bunch of children and getting them to be part of yeah. it. Is that kind of stuff important to you? I mean, obviously it is, but how important is it for you, for your own, and I don't like to use the word integrity, but... That, you know, <laughs> but I just did, so clearly yeah. I don't have that much of an issue with it. Yeah, it is important for us to, to think about that. As I was saying before, when that song was, um, when Get Moving was presented to us, it didn't have any actual actions mm. to it. So when Anne and I went away and thought about it, it was, we had to think about it as a perspective. What would we say if we were in front of a, a group of children teaching like we always do, um, as opposed to sitting down and just writing down things for them to do? Because I think that's how we work best. Um, we are so used to commanding children especially and, and groups of students in our teaching sense. So um, thinking about how to um, make that come across in a way that is like logically sequenced and also helping them in developing how they would physically move as well, like all of those things came into play with simple things like first we clap our hands, then we add our feet, just mm. giving them that kind of, um, you know, sequencing when we're saying it. So, yeah, it definitely comes into play. I do think about those things when we're talking about um, movement stuff, yeah. It's, Shana, obviously this has been, a, as you said, a bit of a slow burn for you and you've just been waiting for the timing to get right and you come out with three songs prior to Christmas and then an album in June. I'm guessing the live thing for Teen Dreams, quite an important aspect and unfortunately you have, you know, 2020 has just really kind of made that incredibly difficult for everyone in all industries, any, any entertainment. Have you, has it shifted, not the goalpost, but has it, has it altered a bit the way you see Teen Dream? Like, is it, is it, is it drifting towards becoming more of an online presence or is it still always going to be a, a live presence like, you know, like, are you hoping to have this incredibly successful YouTube page or? Yeah, so I suppose. <laughs> Jackie's nodding. Yes, goal. we do. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes that's she, the no, plan. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and thank you, Jackie, for all of our social. She's our social queen. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, initially we wanted to, uh, I don't want to say uh, take the root of the high five sort of, you know, way of life, but, you know, with like a, a YouTube um show as such so we we are working on things behind the scenes and it's all very exciting but we also didn't probably expect the live shows to even be as big as they were we started our season um with an amazing Christmas season for the very first time and um, performed to like 9,000 people at Ballarat and we were just exploded with, you know, um, so many shows and we wow. had the best fun that then we, we really knew that that's then, I suppose, the best avenue that we would probably be performing and, mm. and presenting at. Um, but initially we, we actually had the idea to begin 
as a YouTube sort of um, sensation, <laughs> if you like, um, we, we wanted to be I'm on small, YouTube. Yeah, great. And, and, you know, yeah, always aim for the stars. That's all we say. Um, if you're going to do it, do it big. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, we I, I do think that then the live aspect came later and surprisingly is then the best part about us. So it's pretty ironic, <laughs> really. Sometimes when I get nervous, I feel a little scared. I get butterflies in my tummy and a funny feeling in my head. My voice goes quiet and my heart starts racing. And if I don't do something, then I'm going to go crazy. So breathe, bubble, shake and smile. Breathe, bubble, shake and smile. Breathe. Does Jane come and watch the live stuff because your performance – this is this is to all of you. This is anyone's free to answer this one. You always have an image oh, – instantly everyone goes on mute – because you have, this, you have this idea of performing to children until you get up in front of children and then you realise the idea you had of performing in front of children is absolutely nothing like it is in reality. So has it – particularly for those of you that aren't teachers, does it – did it, and I guess having Jane there as well as a songwriter, did it did it alter or change the way? I definitely think so. I think I can speak for yeah, Johnny and myself who um, aren't teachers but have performed a lot throughout our whole lives. We've performed in bands. Uh, we've done musicals and plays and productions and all those sorts of things. Um, and then we did our first... Um, kids show and it, it was completely different mm. um, and it was, wasn't was something for me that I ever thought, I always loved performing I never thought I'd be really passionate about performing in front of kids and it took one show and I realised that I loved it so much more um, totally it's incredible yeah Totally, yeah. and that's that's the resounding gong through everyone that I talk to is just people almost aren't prepared for the joy you get from performing to children. And um, and I think what's really lovely about the album is you can hear that in the album because I think it changes the way you approach how you're going to do stuff. For you, are you predominantly – what sort of performances have you done before before this? Like I mean, are you are you, um, are, you sta- <coughs> are you bands? Are you stage? Are you theatre? What's your background? Um, all of it. <laughs> so just like Kieran, uh, we both. So me and Kieran um, went to high school together, and we're both coming I mean, from primary school all the way through high school. We've actually performed together in a numerous amount of musicals. Um, I deal in. Uh, we've also had a band together. Um, a rock band, a cover band. Um, also, I I perform almost every Sunday leading worship at church, and so I'm very comfortable on stage and very comfortable in front of people. But I'll tell you this: it's so much harder performing in front of children than it is adults. <laughs> For me, yeah, totally. I, I I like like Kieran. Like I I didn't I couldn't imagine myself performing in front of children but the first gig I was like so nervous and I didn't and 
kids are just it was so much more harder to perform in front of kids. Oh, they're wonder. brutal. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, if they're not into the it. it, it <laughs> yeah, it felt so much more intimidating than, you know, adults. But, you know, after that first gig, like Kieran, like I, I found a new love. Um, you know, performing, you know, so yeah, absolutely I, crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think it's also a genre, and I don't. And anyone's feel free to jump in and add to this one. I I think performing with children is it's a genre. It's a genre. Sorry, that is um, it's it is just filled with joy. Like I think I think the music you present and the crowd you're presenting it to. Um, you, you you find yourself less concerned about not so much appearance, but you know, is this my heart? Is it you know, what's people going to think about this? You really are just inviting yourself into this moment of joy with the audience, and I think that's that's something people aren't often ready for. I think for us, you know, we do regular rehearsals consistently with each other and we give each other feedback all the time during our rehearsals. And no matter what, yeah, (laughs) we did before lockdown. (laughs) No matter what, when we got on that stage, the vibe of the crowd and the adrenaline that we feel, it just completely changes the vibe of a show and it's just so much better than rehearsal. I know that probably, like, obviously it's going to be, yeah. but it's just... Sometimes it's the exact opposite, actually. Rehearsals end up being heaps better than the actual show. <laughs> so, you know, that's pretty good. Yeah. It's just so enjoyable and that feeling that you get, uh, that personally, it's amazing. Uh, Shana, you, you wanted to chime in on this one. Oh, I just wanted to say that um, because I'm a mum of two, um, some, it's, it's, it's really interesting for me because I go to the show and lots of times, you know, starting out small, I, I know lots of the kids there as well. So mm. that's also really intimidating because you've got a whole sea of children there that some you know and, and then some are your own. And I tell you what, it's, um, I've performed my whole life and it's probably the hardest performance to perform in front of your own children mm. <laughs> because mm. they're ruthless. They'll mm. be like, mum, yeah. no. Yeah. Or, you know, like... Um, my kids don't. I'm not their favourite team dreamer, so that's that's great. <laughs> Did you really go? Well, you know that's interesting because you're not my favourite yeah. child, so you know yeah, works no, If you look at towards a YouTube sensation, that's a lot of content and it's regular content. I'm guessing this is a question for you, Shana, potentially. Is that quite daunting to try to keep with six people and a seventh person writing the music and I'm guessing crew to film and so on? Is that quite daunting? It's a big ask to keep a YouTube page rolling on. I guess I've never tried. No, yeah, look, neither have we, so <laughs> same, same. Yeah, I hear it's, like, really hard. <laughs> but whatever. Um, look, I think that we've got to go an awesome crew. So Steph, our manager, who will do most of our editing, we've got Jade, who does our clips, so, um, and Jane, who writes this stuff, along with everybody who all have their own talents within it. Um, I don't think it's daunting. I think that altogether nothing's daunting. I know that that sounds really corny and that I should say that, but it's true. We sort of, yeah, yeah. Nothing is daunting. You're a teacher. 
everything's possible and it has to be. Hey, can you That's just right. can you teach the entire nation via computer at home for the next six months? Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, oh, I'll do that. yeah, not a problem. I can do yeah, that. let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't think it's daunting. I think we've got this, and I think that um, we we can only do it together because everybody does their part. I think if it was only one person doing the majority of things, um, it really wouldn't work. So um, look, watch this space is all yeah. I can say. Um. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, look, you can you can hear it. I mean, I think I think the thing that was so impressive and so, I think just really, I don't know, really heartening about the whole thing is it is so considered, but it's not considered as in overthought. There's a lot of consideration that's gone into what you do, and you can hear it, and you can hear it as a group, you can hear it as a collective of people coming together to do something. Um, even with all of you on mute, I can see your nods and your smiles and the, and, and you're coming, you're all coming into the moments that matter. And I can tell, I can tell that by the content. I can tell that by the, by the people you are. One more question. One more question. There's this really great story. They interviewed Ringo Starr, the drummer of the Beatles, and they said to him, you know, how does it feel being in a band with McCartney and Lennon and Harrison and always being overshadowed. And he sort of replied, well, on the contrary, I'm in a band with Lennon and McCartney and Harrison. I'm, I'm the luckiest person ever. So out of the six of you, who's the, who's the Ringo who's just can't believe they're even here and they're just completely grateful that they're even here and part of this? Is that you, Johnny? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, I, gonna... I think we all feel like that in some way. I, yeah. think, uh, I think that's the truth. You know, sometimes we're at a rehearsal and I'm just, you know, we're trying to learn some choreography and obviously most of the group are dancers and I'm trying my best, um, <laughs> but I'm just in awe of these guys. And then I hope that, you know, maybe they feel the same, you know, and, and I'm out and I've got the guitar and I'm like, okay, guys, check this out. Um, but I, so I think it, it goes, goes both ways. Well, I guess you're all bringing such individual skills. Was anybody super intimidated when you got asked or by the time you're all in the one room together as Team Dream, you all pretty were comfortable about who you were and what each person had and what they could bring to the, to the setting? Yeah, I definitely felt, felt that um, when I first got considered to be part of this team because um, obviously I didn't dream that I'd be a children's entertainer. So I never had any thought around the idea. No one ever does, What about Jay. me? <laughs> <laughs> no one ever does. Uh, what about, like, you know, me being in front of, you know, um, doing ch uh, kids' music and shows and that, um, never crossed my mind. So I definitely felt like, oh, what can I bring to the table? And then obviously somehow along the way, you know, these guys, you know, saw something in me that could be beneficial to the team. And so I'm so grateful just to be asked to be and considered to be part of this team and forever thankful. Yeah, great. Amazing. Well, well, well summed up. Um, I will say, Benny, thank you for saying all of that you just said then was really refreshing for us yeah. to um, that you, you get that we're all just in this together. We are really just a big group of friends who, are, at the end of the day, we're just so invested in making children happy and doing this for almost just for fun, but even not for fun. Like, we, we just enjoy each other's company and creating um, uh, all of this amazing content together. So it's nice and refreshing to hear that that comes across in our music. I think I can speak for all of us when um, 
when you have said that. Yeah. So thank you. No, pleasure. Thank you. I, I just want to say thank you very much for taking your time today. It means a great deal to be able to come here. And I, and I know it's tricky with six of you. I'm sorry we've lost Aaron and it's hard for everyone to get their voice in, but I hope you all feel you've had a say. <laughs> thanks, Benny. It's been awesome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Benny. Yeah, thank you, Benny. Thank you so much, Team Dream. If you'd like to know more about Team Dream, you can head along to their website at www.teamdream.com.au. And of course, for more Benny Time goodness, head along to www.bennytime.com. Thanks for listening to me, Benny, asking Team Dream questions. 